Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, and it's beyond basketball this morning. And depending on where you're joining us this morning, it could be a somber Thursday, it could be a serious Thursday, or if you're the Miami Heat, it could be a scintillating Thursday. But again, at Key, it's just difficult to separate basketball from what we're seeing in the country. We always talk about all of these things sort of coming together, melding together, having the difficulty in separating what we see, prioritizing sports. It wasn't too long ago, just flashback, just a year ago today, six months ago today, um, the value that we had put in sports. And it is important to try to crown a 74th NBA champion. And it is important that the NFL is playing games tonight. But it's only so important. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, our man J. Will, was on the NBA set last night to see Miami put Boston on the brink. He's taking a well-deserved day off. He's sleeping in this morning, but knowing Jay and the work ethic, he might be just scouting us right now, <laughs> taking notes, but he'll be back with us tomorrow morning. He'll be joining us this morning at 9 a.m. Only Eastern. as a guest. <laughs> Only on his own show. Only be- as a, when you're not here, you're a guest. <laughs> he, we will treat him as a guest. Yes, Jay will join correct. on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, whether he likes it or not. We'll keep it very formal with him. He'll join us at 9 a.m. Eastern, and he'll be back for the full four hours uh, tomorrow morning. We look forward to having him back. But in reality, Key, you watch a basketball game, and that's really what we're here to talk about, but it's impossible to ignore what's going on in the outside world when you talk about Breonna Taylor, which we will discuss in detail this morning, and NBA players discussed in detail last night and the game itself. It's just it's just really difficult to separate everything. No, it is. It's, it's you know, especially given the fact that you uh, pour so much of your heart into something for anticipation of right. And then when that anticipation goes wrong, it's just, it. it's one of those deals you just, it's so much. We're going to talk know? about it. Just it's so much. Yeah, I totally understand. I'm sorry to cut you off there. We'll talk about it at 6.15 in the morning. We'll talk about it in 15 minutes just with regard to what happened last night. The one officer being indicted, nobody charged with her homicide. There were some protests last night. Vice President, former Vice President Biden weighed in. President Trump weighed in. A couple of officers were shot, and there were nearly 100 arrests. But we will get into all of that. And, and I can see if you're watching on ESPN News this morning, I know uh, the look on your face. It's a It's disappointment. It's uh, anger. It can be a combination of all those things. I certainly don't want to speak for you, but in 15 minutes we will get into it. And well, thank the, you. The top You're of not the, speaking for I, me. <laughs> no, I understand. But I wanted to acknowledge that obviously this is something that we just can't mention in passing. It's been a hallmark of our program. Obviously, I would tell you with regard to other programs that are on the air anywhere, and we appreciate you listening this morning. But we came on right around the time that Jacob Blake, that young man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was shot seven times in the back, and the tenor of the program, which was supposed to be a sports radio program, which many people are expecting. But I think we're one of the few programs that's sort of going outside the box and discussing things that a lot of people in America are discussing. LeBron weighed in on Breonna Taylor. Once again, we'll hear from LeBron, his comments, his tweets. Jimmy Butler weighed in on it. Everybody did. And we'll have that again in 15 minutes for you because it is a bigger uh, than basketball story. And we certainly want to acknowledge it. And that's something we've been doing since we've come on the air because I know it's a huge issue to you and a huge issue to Jay. That being said, when you do think about just within the confines of basketball last night, getting to the serious stuff here in just a minute, Tyler Hero is 20 years old. Tyler Hero has been balling out. Uh, the one thing I would tell you about Tyler Hero that I think is the most impressive, he's from actually the state of Wisconsin, and he played one year at Kentucky. And he said to people, why didn't you stay in state? Why didn't you play for the Badgers? You know what he said? This, is, this reminds me of the swag, which is why he did what he did last night, scoring the 37, doing what he did, making NBA postseason history. He said, 
that offense is too boring and too stagnant. If we ran a cool, fun, hip, up-tempo offense, I'd be in Madison and I'd be the hometown hero. But instead, we play slow, plodding offense, and I want to be a fun, exciting player, so I'm going to Kentucky, go Cats, go to the NBA, and go make some postseason history. You know, when you said he was from Wisconsin, the first thing I was like, well... Are we sure he's from Wisconsin? I mean, I know we we are. We obviously know our facts and things like that. But because of the style of play, it's like you don't find that type of dude in Wisconsin. You may find a big, you know, one of the bigs, the seven-footers. Brian Butch, you remember yeah, him? That yeah, Brian Butch <laughs> Went to type. Wisconsin. <laughs> and that's it. You're not getting a Tyler Hero. So it makes sense that he would go with Cal down to Kentucky and turn into the type of player that he's turned into for the Miami Heat. Here in the bubble, dropping 37 points last night, that name goes exactly with who he is, Hero. I mean, and and so when you look at it, they got a lot of play out of Bam. They got a lot of good play out of Jimmy Butler. But for some reason, every time I looked up at the television, it was Hero, Tyler Hero, knocking it down. Now, he was the one making the shots, playing defense. Just It was just, it was a beauty, it was a beautiful thing to watch. And, And a lot of that, you know, when you look at Tatum on the other side, zero points in the first half, I think he only took something like six shots, right. which is not a, enough shots for a guy who's the guy. I mean, he did a lot more in the second half, but a little too late. That's a great point. You could even argue that right now Tyler Heroes, the Heat's like number three guy, and he stepped up versus Boston's number one guy who had an uncharacteristically quiet night. I want to talk a little bit about Tatum in just a second. But first, here is Hero on scoring the most points off the bench by a rookie in postseason NBA history. And I feel the the groove I'm in. I feel like I have it going. But you know, like I said before, any night it can be someone different. And you know, when you when you think you have it going, um, you want to just try to be as efficient as possible and make the right play. And you know, tonight uh, some shots were falling for me, and uh, my teammates just continued to give me the ball. And you know, I appreciate them for that. Just his conversation alone, his voice already tell me that he's got swag like like you know what I'm saying like that doesn't sound like a kid that played basketball in Wisconsin that sounds like a kid that played basketball like in Brooklyn New York somewhere Jersey where Jay from that's what he just sound the confidence it's just that confidence that he has and maybe that's because he did go to Kentucky and he was around all them ballers I do like the fact that he spoke in such like a placid tone there normally if you're a guy that not relied upon the way Jimmy Butler is and you're 20 years old wait what was that word you just used oh another big word it got it went in my ear didn't stick though (laughs) when you're as sort of laid back what was the word though placid okay placid. so if you're as laid back he had like no heartbeat when he was talking right here, I'm gonna. When we go to break, I'm gonna pull that up. P L A C I D. I can be your thesaurus. You don't even have to look it up. Uh, when you're that laid back, he. I mean, normally a guy that age that does yeah. that to put your team on the brink of the finals. You're 20. You're gonna be over the moon. You're Absolutely. gonna be hyped. But just the the manner in which he spoke, like, yeah, they needed me today, so I just balled out and scored 37. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. He doesn't sound like a guy. He sounds like a guy that went to Kentucky. He sounds like a guy that played his whole life in like a Brooklyn or like a big basketball city. And so that just speaks to what he learned in, 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 on the AAU circuit or at Kentucky and around all those ballers. You could just tell the moment wasn't too bright for him. It was like, I've been in this situation before. This is what I do for a living. Now let's talk about the other side. What did they say about the performance of Jason Tatum? He said he was obviously disappointed, wasn't aggressive enough. Now, he, what's the bigger deal here? That he scored zero points early in the first half, so he put a bagel up in the first half, 
or toasted that he took. Toasted or non-toasted? Uh, it's early in the morning. We'll go toasted because okay. I know he's a he can heat up. So we'll call him a toasty fight. He just wasn't last night. Bigger deal to you, goose egg in the first half, or that he was just really, really passive and just took a half a dozen shots. He's their number one option. Uh, passive, uh, it, you know, in this situation, the moment, and and you you're looking at being even in the score to 2-2, and it was 2-1, you're now down 3-1. You didn't put up enough shots. Be aggressive. Be that Kobe Bryant. Be that LeBron James. Take control. You are the number one cat on the team. They're looking for you to deliver the message. And when you only take six shots and you don't hit any of them, now players, it, it sends a different message. You want to make people feel good. And look, he'll come back, I'm sure, uh, in game five, and play totally different than he did in game four from the outset. Brad Stevens will let him know, you've got to, it's on you. Mm -hmm. And that's the message that you have to send to a young player that is as gifted as he is, is you got to be the leader. It's your team. We need you to do it. In order for us to advance, to play the Lakers, obviously, you've got to take care of business. And six shots, obviously, can't get it done. You mentioned he's a different type of cat. Tyler Hero was the wildcat that came up big last night. Game five of the I see series. What you did there. I see <laughs> game what you five did. of the series tomorrow night, eight thirty ESPN, and obviously Keys Lakers tonight against the Nuggets, nine PM on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at one eight hundred Progressive and Progressive dot com. Still to come into the bubble, out of the bubble. The reaction on the Breonna Taylor indictment news from LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, President Trump and former Vice President Biden. The entire sports world and outside of sports world is talking about it, and so will we next after Key has this word from DraftKings. Last week's last week is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape. Prepare for this week. There's no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, you should head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss out on all this action. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and make sure you stack your team against the competition. DraftKings has paid millions and billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download DraftKings app now using the promo code KJZ. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out this week, that week three action. Enter code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code KJZ only at DraftKings. You can make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back. Good morning. It's a Thursday. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. J. Will will be back tomorrow. He was on the NBA last night and... Throughout the NBA and Keith, throughout the sports world, a lot of reaction to the news with the indictment of just one officer and nobody being charged with homicide of the three in the death of the 26-year-old EMT. I'm sure many of you know the story, but because this is really complicated and Key, I want to get your points. I want to get get your emotion here because I know you have some. I just want to quickly run through what happened just so everybody is on the same page because I know some people are super plugged into this story. Some people obviously have heard of it, but just so everybody is on the same page. Brianna Taylor, 26-year-old DMT, killed in March. One officer was indicted yesterday on three counts of wanton endangerment. That essentially for firing 10 times into her apartment. His name is Brett Hankinson. He was already fired by the Louisville Police Department in June. The grand jury who made the decision to essentially have just one officer indicted, nor the judge has elaborated on the decision Two police officers were shot in Louisville overnight with regards to protest. President Trump tweeted his support for the police officer, saying, quote, the federal government stands behind you and is ready to help. Ben Crump told CNN, Ben Crump is a lawyer for the Taylor family, that the decision key essentially was like, and this is an incredible quote, it felt like, quote, Brianna getting killed all over again. Daniel Cameron is the attorney general of Kentucky, and he essentially said... The use of force was justified because they had determined that they had been fired upon first, essentially that the police had been fired upon first by Kenneth Walker, who was Taylor's boyfriend. Walker has sued the Louisville Police Department and disputed the version of events that said he shot first that the police claimed. Cameron said that they did go through an investigation and one witness did identify the fact the police did identify themselves at the door. That is important in this case because many people are saying this was a, quote, no-knock warrant in which they did not knock at Ms. Taylor's door. They essentially knocked the door down, and then the shooting took place. But Cameron, who has been in battle, that's another story we can get into within the confines of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, uh, he essentially said they did have a witness that identified that the police identified themselves, negating the no-knock warrant charge. The Taylor family obviously disputes that. And they are obviously filing their own lawsuit. So that is the deal. One other quote, this comes from Joe Biden, who, of course, is running for president on the other side, essentially saying, tweeting, quote, even amidst the profound grief and anger today's decision generated, violence is never and can never be the answer. Those who engage in it must be held accountable. Jill and I, Jill his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, are keeping the officers shot tonight in Louisville in our prayers. We wish them both a swift and full recovery. Violence with regard to setting some garbage cans on fire. Dozens of people have been arrested. Once the tally is total key, it could be up to about 100 people arrested. So I just wanted to make sure everything on both sides, politically and socially, was put out there. And I'll give you the floor. Well, I, you know, I, you know, I, I, um, I was listening to everything you said. I was listening to or rejoined on television, the music, just to all the 
the different things. And, and I hear what everybody's saying, right? I hear what the, the attorney general said. I hear what the president said. I'm, I hear what, what Vice President Joe Biden said. I, I'm listening to all of these sort of things. It still doesn't excuse somebody's life being taken and the only thing you get out of it is nothing. Maybe you get family gets some money. You don't get to bring back their daughter. Uh, three police officers, you know, essentially one gets charged, two walk. Um, the apartment building next apartment next door gets some holes in the walls. And that's it. Right. I mean, they're focused in on what's going on in the streets of Louisville and the the protesting that's going on in the streets of Louisville and the burning of the trash cans. Meanwhile, that family heart has been ripped out twice. Twice. As the attorney said, it felt like she was being killed all over again. I don't know her at all. I know about her Mm -hmm. and I have a daughter who's 24 years old and I have two other younger daughters and my 24 year old daughter. I'm not around her every single day. She has her own life. I don't know everybody she hangs with on a daily basis and around and all of those sort of things. That could have been my daughter. It could have been, that could have been, that could have been Maya. It could have been Maya. And so it's hard to sit up and act like, Oh, okay. But it's so much, it's like a piano on my back every day with the these situations. The weight of it, man. Zubin, because what happens in these situations, you get so invested that finally you just get invested in it and you feel finally, okay, I see it. Maybe you see it. Maybe others see it that it was wrong for what happened, that it, it took place. And so you invested in, and then when you find out that what you invested in, that emotion and that roller coaster that you've gone through, now comes out on the other end, not in the positive light that you had hoped. It's a lot, man. It's it's a lot, and I can only imagine what the athletes are going through in the bubble. I can only imagine that. I really can. Um, you know, when you, when you look at it and and the way I look at it, the way I look at it, you fire police officers. So to me, when you fire somebody, it's because something went wrong and there's some sort of, I don't want to say guilt, but you did something wrong Mm -hmm. or she wouldn't be fired. If they fired you from ESPN, you obviously did something wrong. Damn it. So you get fired from the police department. Then there's a financial settlement to the family. So that, to me, also is some sort of guilt of some sort. In admittance. Uh, to, to some degree. I'm not a lawyer, but whatever the language is that they use. Right. 
But then you get an investigation from the attorney general's office that says something totally different. Then what's the word that they used? It's what was the word that they used to? It was the warrant. Um, wanton. Wanton. Endangerment. That's endangerment. the charge for wildly now, firing 10 shots. Where does that come? Where is that? Where's that at? Right. How far down did you dig to pull that word up to use to describe what took place? I, I just, I don't even know, man. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm tired of it. I just, I'm tired of it. I think the big thing, whether you're white, black, um, older, younger, man, woman, generational, I just think for me, when I look at it, um, somebody was killed and nobody's being held accountable. That's the way I see it. It's a very complex issue, but it's, on the surface it, level, somebody has died and nobody is being held accountable. Very, very true, Zubin. Very true. I'm married to a white woman, so I could care less. I don't see color, man. I don't. I see right and wrong. And it hurts to a core because I am black, and it continues to keep happening to us. Mm-hmm. And nobody does any damn thing about it. They just kind of just, it's, a, it's, all, it's just a license to kill. It's so crazy to me. And all police are not bad. I got some of my friends that are cops that went to school with me, play ball with me. They're all not bad. Mm-hmm. I've come into contact with police officers that I've befriended for years. They are cool as hell. But you got them dudes that's out there that's reckless because they feel entitled. No one's going to do anything to us. And I know Evan is in my ear and we got to move on and, and come back at this but I want to, you know, go ahead and do your deal. No, and we'll talk about it throughout the uh, remaining three and a half hours of the program. We'll be with you, as always, every weekday morning until 10 a.m. Eastern. And this issue is certainly something we're going to discuss in detail. So I hope you can hang with us however long you can. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Keyshaw J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. And all of our guests will join us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. You got the emotional thoughts of Key. A lot of emotion from LeBron and Jimmy Butler inside the bubble on this very decision. And... Steve Kerr weighs in as well. His father was assassinated. He knows what it's like to be the victim of a family member of gun violence. All three of those weigh in from inside and outside of the bubble. Next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin here on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Jay taking the day off. It's Key and myself. It's a new season at Sport Clips Haircuts. Their guys start stylists are clean certified, and their stores and processes are better, cleaner, than safer than ever. Get yourself back in the game today with Sport Clips' legendary MVP experience. Enjoy a hot steam towel, relaxing shampoo, and a winning cut. Check in online today. Select your stylist. Get a text when you're up to bat and walk out with confidence. It's easy and convenient, and you'll feel like an MVP. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Dragic against Hayward, out beyond the arc, goes to Hero, left side, Iguodala. They work it on the perimeter with seven to shoot. Now Hero's got it. Hero triggers a deep three. It's good again. 33 for the rookie Tyler Hero in game four. Yeah, no other words to describe him, Doris. I don't know what to say. It's unbelievable. I think P.J. Carlissimo speaking for everybody that watched it last night. That's Mark Kestershire, P.J. and Doris Burke. He had 33 at that point. He finished with 37, Tyler Hero, the most points off the bench by a rookie in postseason history. And the Heat have made the Celtics almost history, putting them on the brink. 3-1 series lead, Game 5, 8.30 Eastern, Friday night on ESPN. Keys Lakers will take on the Nuggets tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Bring on the Heat. (laughs) We will see LeBron against his old squad. Speaking of LeBron, he tweeted this following the grand jury ruling, which we'll talk about in just one second, and we have talked about this morning, on one police officer being indicted for three counts of wanton endangerment, but nobody being charged with the homicide of Breonna Taylor. LeBron tweeting on the decision and the news, quote, I've been lost for words today. I'm devastated, hurt, sad, mad. We want justice for Breonna, end quote. That following the decision yesterday, we will hear from Jimmy Butler, Michael Porter Jr., Steve Kerr, all on the way. The NBA and the sports community and the world, in fact, talking about this, and we will in just a moment. The Tampa Bay Lightning defeated Dallas 5-2 in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup last night in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The Lightning scored five goals in a Stanley Cup final game for the first time in team history. A 5-2 final. They now have a 2-1 series lead over Dallas. And SportsCenter is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Cover all your bases with Straight Talk Wireless. Get the same networks as big carriers, only pay up to 50% less. Get the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for just 45 bucks a month. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. We are going to talk a little bit more about Brianna Taylor here in just a minute. But first, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Ryan Smith, ESPN legal analyst, yesterday on Shanae and Golick Jr. on ESPN Radio when the news came down about Brianna Taylor, essentially saying nobody is being held accountable for the death of a 26-year-old woman. Not one of the officers was held responsible or is being held accountable for the death of Brianna Taylor. What they're doing is they're essentially charging one officer with a lower level count, something akin to manslaughter, but actually less than that, of really being reckless with his shooting, reckless with his gun. And the other two officers, because they're, I assume, saying it was sort of self-defense, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend firing first, not knowing who was there, these officers firing back, the other officers are not being charged at all. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. That's the attorney general 
Daniel Cameron that Ryan referenced, essentially saying that he thought and made the decision that the use of force to shoot Breonna Taylor was justified because he had come to the conclusion that the police were fired upon first by Kenneth Walker. You heard Ryan say Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, had shot them first, and that is why the attorney general made the decision he did. As you might imagine, Walker disputed that claim and has sued the police. Jimmy Butler is saying this is all nonsense. I think it's some some BS that they let that go down like that. I think um, everybody knows what's supposed to happen. I think everybody knew what was gonna happen, unfortunately. Um, but you know that's that's our country for you to tell the truth. Very very sad, man, and I I hate to see it. We all hate to see it. Wow, key preordained. Essentially, he was distraught by the decision, but not at all surprised by it. Well, that's what I said in the last block. It, it's you you got all this you know this weight, but you got all this frustration. You got you you have all these thoughts going through your mind, Z, and you like, okay. This time, it's going to go the way it's supposed to go, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. But we knew we just was hoping and praying that finally the justice system that we put so much we're supposed to put so much trust in would finally pay off. But it didn't once again. Once again it didn't. And and so you people wonder, right? I'm from LA. I done seen two major disasters of riots in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I seen the Rodney King situation go down. Early nineties. And I seen what happened basically, I wouldn't necessarily call it a riot, but the protest, the major protest that was going down with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And I also lived through the O.J. Simpson trial. And everything that went on with our own eyes that we saw, with our own eyes on the video cam of white officers beating a black motorist basically to death. Reginald Denny. No, not Reginald Denny, Rodney King. Right, and then that led to... And then to later later on, but... Led to Reginald Denny, yep. And they didn't do anything about it, which led to O.J. Simpson trial, mm-hmm. which essentially had the, the jury make a decision to acquit him from a double murder. And you wonder why that happened. You wonder why that sort of thing happened. Now we're looking at this... With our own eyes, we hear, we see, we see the evidence. We understand that they claim they was fired upon, so therefore they returned fire, killing Breonna Taylor on a no-knock warrant, which they should just completely get rid of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is happening too many times in no, no, uh, no-knock warrants. People are losing their lives, but they continue to keep using it. And I look at it as, oh, so here's another excuse to just run into somebody's house and decide that we're going to be reckless with our guns because we have a license to kill. And then players that fought so much over the last several months walked out of basketball for a day to send a message to try to get people to wake up and realize what the hell we dealing with. The power of our government, the people that are in power in play that's supposed to be bringing us together. And making things right just seem like everything just keep pulling us further apart. It's just crazy. And you can see the basketball. You, 
the hurting LeBron James. So much has been put into this. Jimmy Butler and many more, many more have talked about this from the bubble. But the only thing we could do is act like, oh, it, 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 it was justified. Mm-hmm. We, we did our investigation. It certainly seemed like it was justified to us because they were protecting themselves. And then all the seems, I'll say it for me, it seems like to me, mm-hmm. a lot of lies are coming out of Louisville are coming out of the government within Louisville. So it seems like to me, because you say one thing and it doesn't add up. You say something totally different. You send in a different message. You, you, you firing police officers, you giving money and settlements, but you allowing police officers to get off the hook. And then nobody was charged in her murder. Somebody was charged in shooting a wall. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or or whatever you want to call it. Blindly firing 10 but, shots. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to charge you for that. For target practice. But that's not going to give you anything but, you know, max five years, you know, one to five years. And you'll probably be able to plead that down and spend time, serve, get a few months and go home to your family. Why she can't go back home to hers. It's just a bunch of you know what, man. It's it. It. it People need to really understand, and I don't want all. I don't. I don't want people that are listening to our radio show, or watching us on television, or watch me on NFL Network, or I mean on NFL uh, Live. Live, or you on uh, Sports Center to think that this is all we do and we talk about. No, we talk about real things in life that's really going on before our eyes that matter to us, and it needs to start mattering to everybody. And that's the problem that we have. It doesn't matter to everybody. It does. You can just see some of the conversations that's coming. Out. I ain't gonna name names, mm-hmm. but you can see some of the other conversations that's coming out. It doesn't matter to them because they don't have to live in that fear. They don't have to live in that fear. There is a generational divide as well. Sometimes the age is the line of demarcation on an issue like this. So often we go to race and look at this from the prism of your race, but a lot of it is age. You and I are not old enough for the Watts riots in Los Angeles, but we are old enough for Rodney King, Reginald Denny, OJ Simpson, and how something like that regionally affected California, but how something like Kenosha, Wisconsin, Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia with Ahmaud Arbery, Minneapolis with George Floyd, those are four distinct maps on the American plane, and those affect people nationwide. You don't have to live in those four it, states to be affected by what's going on there. Yeah, and, it, and it's a trickle-down effect because being from L.A., the Rodney King thing led to O.J. Simpson being acquitted. Mm-hmm. If you take care of business with those police officers the way that we saw it and we knew damn well that you beat him with billy clubs in our we saw it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? You're going to tell us we didn't see what we saw? So then that trickle-down effect affects the decision-making of the jury on the O.J. Simpson trial, which then pulls people apart in different regions of the country because they saw, or not necessarily saw, but they saw evidence and all of those sort of things that it made their own, you know, preconceived notions of what that was, but when it didn't go the way that they thought it should go, sure. guess what? It created a problem. And this continues to keep happening year in and year out, over and over and over. And the only thing that we keep doing is fighting for it. 
trying to bring us together and not tear us apart. But there's people that want to divide us so badly, so badly. And I'll say it again a million times. All police aren't bad and all white people ain't bad. But it's too many that are out there that are. And police need to start policing police. They need to start doing that. And your neighbors need to start policing your other neighbors. Yo, that, that's just the way it is. We should also mention that there is a federal investigation. The FBI is right now looking into how police in Louisville acted in the events that led to the killing of Breonna Taylor. So once we talk about this from a local and state perspective with regards to how things were going to be adjudicated, we should also mention the FBI is involved conducting their own investigation. Really quick, I mentioned the age divide. You thought you were surprised when you heard the news. Many across the world were when they maybe popped into their phone or they turned on their television last night. Michael Porter Jr. of the Nuggets is 22 years old. And this was the reaction he had when the media assembled around him told him about the charges leveled against that one police officer. I mean, there's really no words for that. Everybody knows that's not right. And uh, I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing about that, but like that, that's, that's heartbreaking because I know a lot of people have been doing a lot of stuff to try to get that, the justice that situation needs. Um, <clears throat> and to hear that that happened is, is not right. That's not right. That's what we continue to hear. And by the way, because of that FBI investigation, federal charges could still be filed. So we'll wait to see what the investigation says. But right now, but the do, attorney general but, in the state, nobody being charged with their homicide. But do you see, see, I understand that federal charges could be eventually filed eventually with the filed. FBI investigating. But now you're asking me to put all that emotion back in me and hope and pray that the federal government do the right thing. So you get ready to take me back on another roller coaster ride. You understand? You, you following me? When you've been let down time and again and you're waiting for the right decision only to be disappointed time and again. Again. So now you want me to just dive back into this thing and, and hope and pray, which I'm going to do because that's just who I am. But that's what they're asking you. They're asking you to go on another emotional ride to be let down several months later. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Waiting for the other shoe to drop and knowing exactly where it will land. <laughs> Let's hope it land together on the right side this time, right? We'll find out. FBI still investigating. We'll talk about it more throughout the morning. For sure. Very passionate issue. And I know many of you are thinking about it this morning, as are we. Let's go from A to Z. And from A to Z is brought to you by Redbox. New at Redbox, Antebellum, starring Janelle Monet. Stream this theatrical home release today and visit redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Houston is looking for an opponent to open the season with. They can't find one. They thought it would be Rice. They thought it'd be Memphis. They thought it would be Baylor. They thought it would be North Texas. The Mean Green is the latest team to pull out in a game with the Cougars. Obviously, all of these opponents that have had to pull out against Dana Holkerson's squad have had to do so because of coronavirus issues that have not allowed them to play. Steven Stamkos returned to the Tampa Bay Lightning lineup and made an immediate impact. Stamkos, the heart and soul of the team, one of the most popular players in franchise history, scoring a goal in his first game since February. He hadn't played in 211 days, but his tally was key. He didn't do much after scoring that goal, but it was enough to lift 
the Lightning to a victory. They have now taken a 2-1 lead in the Stanley Cup final after a five-goal performance as they look to match their regular season greatness with another Stanley Cup. And it was a great night in the city of Tampa. The Rays wrapped up their first AL East crown since 2010. 8-5 victory over the Mets on Wednesday. So with the Yankees and the Red Sox spending all that money, it's just old Tampa that's right there. Rosa Reina homer twice. Wendell and Brandon Lau also went deep for Tampa, and they will be at home at Tropicana Field for a best-of-three first-round playoff series beginning next Tuesday. The regular season ends this Sunday in Major League Baseball. 16 teams will make it, largest field ever, and as I mentioned, it'll be a best-of-three first-round series. In this case for the Rays, whoever they happen to play, all three games, if it goes three games, will all be played at their home ballpark, Tropicana Field. Let's talk a little more baseball. Buster Only is brought to you by Blue Emu. Pharmacist recommended Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. Works fast and you won't stick. Buster is the host of the Baseball Tonight podcast. And key, when we get him on, the first thing we're going to ask him about, the Dodgers winning their eighth straight division title. So the Rays got their first in about a decade last night. The Dodgers win their eighth straight, nothing new. But unless 2020 ends like 1988, all Dodger fans, including you, are just going to be disappointed. You know, I tried to watch it a little bit last night, but... It was we already clinched, so it's right. kind of like, eh. It, it, look, we will be disappointed. This is the eighth time, right? Uh, and I think this is the fourth time under Dave. I think it's the fourth. Maybe it's the fifth. Manager Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, a skipper. I'm sorry. Um, it it would be uh, a little disappointing, considering we've now got Mookie Betts. We're healthy. There's no excuses. I mean, obviously, Kenley Jansen has to finish up strong as a closing position. Kershaw has to stay healthy. You know, and if that happens, there's no reason. But here's the but part of it. Because of the season and what the pandemic has presented to us, right. we can get popped in two games, right? We could go down two or it'd be over. Right. Or we could lose in three games. It's just that's the... The irony of the situation. They're still thinking about 2017 and the Astros, and we'll talk about Houston. Oh, God. Cheaters. They're a fascinating story, which Buster will talk about here in a second. I don't think anybody disagrees with you. Is that a garbage can or a microphone you're banging on there? Garbage can. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Just (laughs) wanted to make sure. Uh, Buster is with us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. All right, Buster, so eight straight division titles. You had zero World Series to show for it here. Tell me why this year, in your opinion, might be different think blue well it's the best team that they've had uh if you look at their winning percentage uh and extrapolate that over 162 games and look at the run differential of 122 it's an absolutely dominant team uh with the addition of Mookie Betts uh these young players that they, they've done a great job of developing within their their farm system they're they're loaded but key I thought you you framed it perfectly the the fact is is that this particular format leaves everybody more vulnerable, and including the the number one seed, you know, that's been so dominant all year. We had the Dodgers on Sunday Night Baseball a couple weeks ago, and I asked Dave Roberts, you know, how are you feeling about the playoff format? And he doesn't like it. The teams who have been the best in the regular season, when you talk to front office people, you talk to players, they don't like it. They don't feel like it rewards them enough, but they understand, you know, this is just an unusual year, and they're going to have to live with it, and so we'll we'll see where it goes. When when you look at it right now in terms of the manager's job, is this the best job given the pandemic that the skipper has done for the Dodgers? Uh, I think he has, 
year by year by year. I actually talked to Dave about this a couple of years ago. I think he's gotten better and better as a manager. Now, all of them this year have dealt with um, unusual circumstances. You think about it, you know, after killing the killing of George Floyd, the Dodgers, you know, having being one of the first teams to have a Zoom call, and then Dave Roberts being asked by the players to be in on that. Um, and then we had the shooting in, in Kenosha, and Dave Roberts, you know, hearing that Mookie Betts is not going to play, uh, you know, arranging a team meeting, and Clayton Kershaw speaks up in that. Uh, the fact that it's a 60-game season, and I got to tell you, you know, Tim Kirchner wrote a great story the other day. This is people are not having fun. Like in the sport, it's difficult. It's not the typical baseball experience. So the fact that the Dodgers have played so well and so consistently, I would agree with you. It's been his best job under the circumstances. Hey, Buster, we got about 30 seconds to go. We mentioned the Astros and the incredible predicament they are in, whether people actually want to see them in the playoffs or not after an unbelievable offseason. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as we head to the final weekend of the regular season? That nothing that they accomplish is going to change their legacy. You know, if, if any of those players had asked me in the wintertime when they were trying to make their own case, I would have said, dude, it's, it's over. It's cemented. No matter what you accomplish, this is how your organization is going to be remembered, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Fair enough. Cheaters. If, if Rob Manfred lives up to his promise and has fans some point in the postseason, that's what the Astros want to avoid, playing in front of those fans. It's either going to happen this postseason late if they make it there or in 2021. Baseball fans have long, long memories. Buster, of course, you can catch him on the Baseball Tonight podcast. Great actual weekend to give that a run since it's the final weekend of baseball's most unprecedented regular season. Buster, thank you so much. Yep, see you guys. Mm -hmm. Really interesting perspective there from Buster only. And that'll be interesting whether the Astros get in or not. Can you they imagine? They deserve to get in. Imagine they get in and win the thing. How crazy nah, would that on, be? Man, seriously. Right? Got, <laughs> I, I would love to see Dusty Baker win it, but not with him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Dusty, their skipper. Still to come, a potential Heat Lakers NBA Finals. What would it mean? Key breaks it down. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.